0: Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt.
1: Good morning everyone, it's Neil and Matt. Hello Neil. How are you going? Good. Uh, yeah, so I don't really know, what, uh, how are we going to start off today? I'm not really sure. Talking about the Holy Spirit again, um, so I guess the, the title of my message on my thing was The Holy Spirit Great Power and... Just really wanted to look at how, as Christians, we have got this promise of the Holy Spirit that actually gives us power to do things and energizes us. So two different words that I looked at. One was dunamis, which is that dynamite sort of power, but has a lot more meanings with it, actually. Um, uh, I might talk about them a little bit today. And the other one was Energia or something. And you still haven't got it right, mate. Well, well, I listened to it, but then I you I wrote st- it out and then I forgot.
0: You struggled with that on Sunday, and I thought surely by now you you would have uh, you would have would have sorted out the pre- yeah. pre- pronunciation of it.
1: Well, I did write it out, but then I
0: forgot. Yeah.
1: Anyway, it's basically the energy to keep going, the energy, and the energy. thinking about that, you know how sometimes we have this power burst and. You know, we get on with something, but then we run out of energy, yep. and we don't finish the job. And I think that's sort of sometimes what we do as Christians: we forget that uh, we need to
0: finish the job. Yep. Get things done. So it's, so, it's like a sustaining power.
1: Yeah, sustaining power, so that we're yep. not exhausted. Yep. And we don't just run out of steam. And um, I don't know. And I've definitely seen that in Christian people's lives that yep. some of them start out with such passion and power, and then they run out of energy. Um, and even, I guess it's a bit like with the parable of the sower where, you know, that seed's hit, it grows really, really quickly, but then persecution comes and they just give up. Yeah. Um, Because they're relying on this one burst of energy from God Mm. and they forget that there's this sustaining power, which is part of being filled with the Holy Spirit, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, So first of all, I just had two verses, Luke 24, 49, and Acts 1, 8. This is Jesus talking and basically talking about the same thing. Um, And now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Mm. Acts 1, 8 is, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Yep. So it's definitely a promise for us that we have power. Now that word power there is that uh, dunamis power, um, which actually has quite a lot of different meanings. So it could mean um, the power in numbers, Mm. the power that's in an army, um, a residing power of the spirit in your life, uh, the power of uh, basically resources coming together. Yeah. Um, but there's a whole lot of things with that. But but in reality, it's talking about how we have this uh, amazing power from heaven to actually give us an advantage in life. Mm. And I think we need an advantage in life. Yep. You reckon? Absolutely. But the thing is that it's not an advantage just for you, it's for everyone. No, that's right right really yeah which is great. actually really nice and as Christians we can uh, we we do get to the point sometimes or we can where we run out of that energy or the breakthrough power as well um, so we we find our Christian life a little bit hard now yeah. I would like to suggest that one of the reasons is that um, we haven't allowed ourselves to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. So when we talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit, which we'll look at the verse in a minute, um, but a lot of the lethargy in our spiritual life is attributed to the fact that we are not constantly being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Easy to neglect, right? Yeah. Do you think we need to keep being filled? Surely once something's full, isn't that it?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, as you as you were talking about on Sunday, you know, if you you have a glass of water that's full, when you take a sip, then it's not full anymore, and it's got to be it's got to be refilled, and you know that's the that's the important thing of the of the Holy Spirit is that we've got to be continually filled with the Spirit in order to continue to you know filled to overflowing, so that we're flowing, yeah. you know that that Spirit is as you said before, you know, the Spirit is a gift that's for everyone, um, and so that that's flowing out all the time.
1: Yeah, 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 and. You know, I think that um, it's not really, oh, guess it's not really talked about that much. There's some churches that never talk about the Holy Spirit. I was mm. chatting with someone uh, on Sunday and they said that. They said, Lay, I don't know about the Holy Spirit. I've mm. you know, been in church, I've, I know about God, I know about Jesus, but I never heard of the Holy Spirit. And it's really terrible that that's the case because. If this energy, this residing power of the Holy Spirit is residing in us, not only to get us breakthrough, but to, to sustain us in our Christian life, yeah. to not know what the Holy Spirit does is a tragedy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do you think in a circumstance like that, though, that the person saying they don't, they don't know the Holy Spirit, do you think that the Holy Spirit is still in them, though? Oh, like in order for them to do the the service and the mission and the ministry that they might be part of in their Christian yep. walk. Yeah. You know? So I think, you know, we might not I I guess identify the Holy Spirit in us. Yep. I guess is a is a way to put it, but that God provides that, that gifting for us. And I just think you know, just thinking about the fact that, you know, that there's that Acts reading that you read that um was it Acts? No, it was the Luke one. Where you know, saying stay here in the city yep. until you until you have the power of the Holy Spirit. And I was just thinking about that from the perspective of of the disciples. You know, they they had had relationship with Jesus, uh-huh. and at that stage, they didn't have the Holy Spirit, but uh-huh. they had that that personal physical relationship with Jesus. And you know, Jesus sent them out to do ministry and and all of that kind of thing. Yep. And so they went out and they healed people and they did the same things that Jesus was doing, but they didn't have the Holy Spirit on them at that point. Yep. And so then, you know, what's what's the difference? Why did they have to hang about when after Jesus was gone? And it's that is that physical relationship with Jesus as well. Mm. Um, you know, and and now that we've got the Holy Spirit, that is that is our physical, you know, the spirit is in us, it's a it's a you know, that physical connection in relationship with Jesus that's en- enabling us to have that power yep. that comes from God.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's the residing presence of God in us. Yeah. But it's still a person. So yeah. uh, you, you'll see the Holy Spirit talked about in a number of different ways. Uh, it's The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of God, yep. the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Lord's Spirit. Um, yep. All the same. And, and that's where, like, for us as Trinitarians, that it's like the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, they are God. They're all one. Yep. They're all exactly yep. the same. And that's what Jesus said when he was saying, I will send another, the Holy Spirit. mm And that meant another of exactly the same kind. Yeah. Exactly the same um, as me. Um, But then also, when we're thinking about the Holy Spirit and understanding the Holy Spirit, we do need to understand it. Because as you are saying before, well, surely even if you don't know the Holy Spirit, you've got the Holy Spirit Mm. 100%. Yeah. But is that cup full? We're just talking about Probably not, you Mm.
0: know, because you're not... You know, it's something you need to be constantly seeking and and asking God for to to be you know to be in that place. And I, you know, I guess you know that's that's the right there. If if you're not aware that that's on offer, then you know there there is the chance that you're falling back on your own strength and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, but, you know, so that's, that's the point. Yeah,
1: yeah. And as soon as you start to fall on your own strength, what happens? You get exhausted, weary.
0: Yep. And that's up. exactly what would have happened to the disciples had they gone out. Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: Without the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah. because it was the power to what?
0: Be witnesses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's pretty yeah. That's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul in his, his prayer in Ephesians prayed about this understanding. Um, and he talked power twice in this little bit of prayer. So this is it, Ephesians 1, 18 to 20. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you'll understand the incredible greatness of God's power. Now that word power there is the dunamis power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power in a gear that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. So it's saying, hey, this power that you I want you to understand it. Mm. There's this amazing power and he talks about it twice there. The greatness of God's power, dunamis, which is the same mighty power, energia. So you'd think it'd be dunamis, dunamis, but it's not. Mm. It's like saying that, yeah, this is it. There's this amazing power, the dunamis power of God. Yeah, it's the same energy, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that lives inside of you. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, um, because even with the gifts that we get as the body, uh, Paul was very quick to point out in Corinthians that it's the same spirit that gives every single gift. Mm. It's not a different spirit. No, that's um, right. And part of that is that back in those days in Corinth, there's very much this, uh, with their religious beliefs, it was that this spirit gives you that gifts. Yeah. And this spirit or this God gives you another gift. Yeah. And God's saying, wait a minute, it's different mm. with us as Christians. It is the same spirit that gives these gifts, that gives us the power uh, for whatever it is. Um, And so here we come to being filled with the Spirit. Um, Ephesians 5, 18 to 20. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that word there for being filled is actually means this to be filled constantly, be in a constant state. It's a passive thing where we're receiving from God, this filling. Um, And it's not a manufactured thing. So it's not something we whip up in ourselves, but it's being filled with the Holy Spirit. So here's the question, Matt. Mm. Uh, uh, We'll talk about the contrast. Okay, first of all, what do you think the difference is of being drunk with wine and being filled with the Holy Spirit?
0: Well, one one certainly clouds your judgment yep um it removes your thought process yep you know there's you know vomit involved and all of those lovely things (laughs) (laughs) um but you know the i i think you know being filled with the holy spirit you know i mean like that's like the when in in the beginning of the Acts church you know and is it who is it um Peter gets up and yep. and preaches filled with the Holy Spirit and everyone's saying, Oh, he's drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe it might appear as the same thing, but I think certainly when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's there is clarity. There is yep. understanding of, you know, because it's God God's spirit in us and, and an understanding of of who God is and what he's thinking and yep. and acting on that and you know that that affects you know there there is that clarity there's no clouded judgment it, yeah you know what i mean like it and it's you know the thought processes and all those things that would be affected by being drunk uh you know not not inhibited or anything like that like mm. it's it's just that that clarity of of understanding who god is and what he what he wants and yeah you know and and there is that that greatness of power of god you know Recognising that greatness, and then and then the response to that of being filled with the Spirit is there's that natural process of worship, and mm. you know of of um, you know giving thanks to God for everything that He's done, yep. like it says there in that reading that we've just we've just read through. Yeah, so.
1: that's exactly right. So, yep. wine on one hand, being drunk with wine, as you said, impairs your judgment, lack yep. of clarity. Yep. actually helps you to forget God's law. I think there's a proverb. Well, I know there is that says you know it's not good for a king to drink, yeah, lest he forget the law and sin against God,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and and we've seen that with people. Like I've seen it with Christians that I know where it's it's actually has really ruined their life. They've mm. acted in a way that has brought pain, sorry, whatever to someone else. Yeah. Um, uninhibited, yet on the other hand, the Holy Spirit. When we're filled with the Holy Spirit. It's the fruits of the spirits that become displayed. Yeah. The fruits of drunkenness are brawling, fighting, arguing, um, like you said, being sick, vomiting, Yeah. acting in a sinful way, yeah. impairing your judgment when you get drunk. I'm not saying don't have a drink, but, um, definitely a Christian should not be drunk. Mm. Simple mm. bottom line, um, yeah. because we're losing control. And one of the, the fruits of the spirit is also self-control.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which we talked about a while ago, um, so, three ways that being filled with the Spirit was defined in different areas of the Bible. Uh, firstly, was being full. That's pretty simple. So, uh, when to talk about John the Baptist being full of the Holy Spirit, yeah, it was just that's exactly what I meant. As simple as that, filled. Yes. Uh, number two, being thoroughly permeated or fully taken possession of. Now, this is what uh, when we read about Jesus' baptism. And he rose up of the water and Jesus full of the Holy Spirit went into the wilderness yep. and came back and was his ministry had started. Um, that I love. So I think about that when we're talking about being filled with the Spirit. So it's not just having the Spirit in you, which we were talking about before, but fully permeated. And I gave the example of maybe a sponge where you put it into the water, you pick yep. it up yep. and it's just all and in there system. and you squeeze yeah. it, it comes out. Yeah, It's not just inside, but it's sort of Bonded. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so taken possession of. In other words, that we have given our life up to God and mm. allowed the Holy Spirit to take control of our life.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, in and it's in everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And the third one was richly furnished with the power and gifts of the Holy Spirit, rooted as it were in Christ by the virtue of intimate relationship with him. Because why did we we want that in there to understand so going there, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit, which meant keep be filled and keep being filled.
0: Yeah.
1: How do we get filled with the Holy Spirit in that way?
0: Through relationship, through intimate relationship with him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's that invitation to have him in your life. It's like, yep. you know, intimate relationship, not this casual relationship that we can have with Jesus. Yeah. That doesn't work. And you will have a very hard Christian life if you do not concentrate on building yourself up spiritually.
0: Mm.
1: It's just simple as that. You know. And we can't think that just because we've had an experience of the Holy Spirit, now you might receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands, which is very common in, yep. in Acts. Yep. Uh, the Holy Spirit might just come upon you. Um, but it doesn't come... You can get a gift that doesn't remain. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. um, it's just gone in a puff of smoke if you're not constantly looking after it. So that gift of the Holy Spirit we talked about grieving and um, quenching the Holy Spirit last week. Yep, we can do that so easily, which means we're not filled with the Holy Spirit. And but there should be results in your life that you see, so that you know you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, What are some of those things?
0: Well, it's the fruits of the Spirit, isn't it? Yeah. So it's love and joy and peace and patience. Yep. Kindness. Wow. Meekness. Gentleness. Meekness. Is meekness one? I think so. No. Self-control. Self-control. Oh, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in jinx. No, no. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So the, the fruit of the Spirit being displayed. Yep. So difference between being filled with the Spirit and having a gift of the Spirit. Even though they sort of hand in hand, we need yep. the spirit to be filled for the gifts to be working properly. Uh, let's let's use tongues as an example. I might yep. say, "I pray in tongues. I'm filled yep. with the spirit," Yeah. and then I'm horrible to everyone. I'm not filled with the spirit. No. I've just got a gift.
0: Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You're not horrible to everyone, though. Just <laughs> let me clarify <laughs> should, that. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Just certain people.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. But that's the truth. Yeah, we we can. Yeah, And this is one of the problems when we get spiritual pride is that we go, I've got this gift. A gift has nothing to do with you, it's the giver. Yeah. But being filled with the Spirit produces this kind of fruit in your life as you talked about, love, joy, yeah. peace, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we need to make sure that as Christians, we don't focus on gifts. They're a very important part of being filled with the Spirit. Mm. And as we talked about, in Corinthians, which we'll read lastly, very important. Yeah. But if we do all those things with no love, God says it means zero. Yeah. That's, That's bad. it. Bad. Yes. Bad, bad, bad. Bad. <laughs> very bad. All right. So some of the results of being filled with the Holy Spirit, we're effective witnesses. So if you're a Christian that thinks oh, I can't be an effective witness, Spend some time with Jesus, get yeah. filled with the Holy Spirit. Come yeah. up the front at church or with your friends, get them to lay hands on you and pray, fill him Holy, Holy Spirit or her Holy Spirit. Mm. Having a confident hope. So we're not losing hope all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the power to preach. That's an interesting one, you reckon?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Mm. So when we're actually filled with the Holy Spirit, we preach in a good way. Um, There's a transformation that takes place and here on the flip side of the power to preach is the power to believe the gospel message. Yep. How did you get saved, Matt?
0: How did I get saved?
1: Was it intellectual knowledge?
0: No, it was a heart thing. Yeah. Yeah, Why do you believe the message? Because of the way it's transformed my heart. Yeah. Yeah. But why did you believe in the first place? Why did I believe it? Yeah. Because it was being preached by someone who believed it.
1: Yep. And the Holy Spirit helped you understand that message. Well, yeah, that's probably there too. Yeah. 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 So it's a both thing. Yeah. Um, Because let's let's, uh, think about this rationally. A man called Jesus. Yes. Who is God. Yes. Born of a virgin. Yes. Lives a life, did miracles. Died on a cross. Yep. And me accepting his death on the cross and he's a substitution for my sin Gets me back to God. Yeah. Does that sound believable? What What in that is believable in in the normal mind? Born of a virgin—that's not believable.
0: That, I mean it's not ver- believable. Raised from the dead's not believable either. Yeah. So it is the Holy Spirit. It's, yeah, the, Holy it's Spirit. the Holy Spirit, and we know it's
1: true. Like we yeah. know, like we've yeah. got no doubt at all.
0: Because I mean, yeah, I mean that's the thing, though, because because you. Because of all of the Holy Spirit working in someone who yep. is then an effective witness yep. and has that confident hope and has the power to preach and yep. has had their lives transformed. That's what makes it believable. It's the Holy Spirit working you know, that's that's exactly I mean yeah. Obviously that's your point, isn't it? Like yeah. that's you know, if you take if you take just reading the story as a as a story, mm. you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't eh? think that that's...
1: <laughs> yeah, you know it's true, and you've had the Holy Spirit work in you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Power to receive the Holy Spirit gifts required for the body of Christ and a worshipful and thankful heart. Yep. Um, okay. So, going on to that, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, yep. but the same Spirit is the source of them all. So this is important, too. If we want to be effective as a body of Christ, yep. how are we going to do it? Spiritual gifts, same spirit is the source of them all. Yeah. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. And again, mm. it's like God works. So this is, that's the Energia one. Yeah. And so is the second one there. God who does the work in all of us. So yep. also translated as power. So who does the work in us? God. Yeah. Again, it's passive on our part. Yeah. Yeah, we have to receive it. Yeah, and need to be filled. It's so be important, filled.
0: and allow and allow that to permeate permeate our whole being. Pour out. Yep. Impact S- our everything. Yes. Mm.
1: Thoroughly permeated with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's good. And you know what?
0: And be richly furnished.
1: Yes, richly furnished. Richly as well.
0: furnished with the power and gifts. Nice. I like that. Yeah, that's it's a, good. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, it's not just furnished, it's like... Yeah, it's not like second-hand shop. No, no. it's like <laughs> from the new shop. <laughs> the new shop. From the new shop. It's all flashy. The and, expensive new shop. You know, it's before the kids get in there and draw on the walls <laughs> yeah, with the text. Yeah. Yes,
1: that could have happened here in the office this it morning. It could have.
0: I don't know whose child that was. Yeah, it or may I, or may not have. And I apologise profusely. <laughs> 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 Good on you, Matt.
1: Thanks. No so worries. everyone, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Spend some time in worship yeah. and prayer. Invite the Holy Spirit in. Yep. It's his job, not yours, but you have to invite him. Amen. All right. Good See word, you. dude. <laughs> See ya.